In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Continuing in our conversation about evangelism and reaching people with the gospel, I want to settle this particular topic on this note. A lot of times, it, as I've already stated, it seems frustrating to us when we share the faith or we have fear about how we should share the faith or we try to learn different methods of sharing the faith. And we lose sight of the fact that God is the author of salvation, that God and his omnipotence is the effectual power of salvation. We forget that the gospel in itself by the Spirit are the words of life, like Jesus says in John 6 and in John 5. And we find ourselves frustrated. Sometimes we even wring our hands and wonder, is anyone going to be saved? What do we do with those who continue to reject the gospel that we give? There must be something we can do. Well, beloved, there is something we can do. Number one, we can continue to pray for God to bring the fruit of salvation in the hearts of those people that we give the gospel to, that we proclaim the gospel in front of. And that way, we're trusting that the work of the Lord is absolute and not the work of our hands or the work of our intelligence or the work of our wisdom. I've talked about that already this week, but ultimately, we have to trust in the finished work of Christ. We have to trust in the power of God unto salvation and not worry, not labor in such a way that we are so burdened that we're ineffectual in the obedience of even going out and sharing the gospel. Because that's what leads us to all of these humanistic mindsets or these so-called humanistic methods of trying to reach people with the truth. But when we get to the end of it all, we need to remember, beloved, that not one for whom Christ died will be lost. He will not fail in the salvation of his people. So let's say that we've been witnessing to a friend or a neighbor or someone we just meet on the street and they reject the gospel or we do not see evidence of salvation. We don't know what God will do later in that person's life. If they are indeed an elect person, they will come to faith. If it's not through what you have done, if it's not at the moment through which you have shared the gospel, it will be at a later moment when the Lord has decided to open the heart and regenerate this person, giving them the knowledge of the truth that they may believe by faith. This is difficult because it's not something that's taught. You might say, well, where is this? Well, in John chapter 6, we see Jesus teaching this explicitly that no one can come to him except the Father draw him. And all that the Father draw, he gives to the Son, and all that he gives to the Son will come. And all that come, he will never cast out. We also see Jesus teaching Nicodemus this similar thing very specifically in John chapter 3 where he says that no one can come except he be born from above. So one must be born again. And Nicodemus was confused and he said, well, how how am I supposed to do that? Enter back again to my mother's womb once again. And Jesus tells him he cannot understand spiritual things because he is not spiritual. He has not been born of the Spirit. The same way is true for those who are in the flesh Nicodemus could not even understand the spiritual implications and the application of the natural world that Jesus was using to explain to him the spiritual world. But the only one who can understand what God is doing is the one who has come from God, and that is Jesus Christ. So Jesus says that the Spirit blows where he wishes, and he brings to life as he wishes. So the will of the Lord in the salvation of his people is in the timing of God, 
It's in the purpose of God. It's in the plan of God. And most importantly, all of these are basically one of the same. They are all from the decree of God. So God's people will never be lost. So beloved, keep proclaiming the gospel. Rejoice when the saints come home. Rejoice when the sheep hear the voice of their shepherd and pray. I said number one. Number two, we trust in the work of the Lord. Number three, we proclaim. Number four, we keep doing the work. I'm very bad about numbering my points. I'll stop doing that. But either way, we continue to pray. Number five, we pray that God would continue to bring his people home. And we do so by trusting that his will and his decree and his purposes are absolutely awesome, righteous, divine, and perfect. Thank you for listening.